y'all. What's up? We are back. We are back. Another episode of Unapologetically Melanated. Melanated. And it's Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. Because I'm black, y'all. I'm black, y'all. I'm black and, Proud black and I'm black, black y'all. Proud to be black. Period. We do this every day. Okay? Yes. But we're going to be especially just 10 times more during this month. So, at Black History Month, everybody, all my... Melanated, melanated queens and kings if out there. the kings listen to this i don't know if y'all you're do. listening to this if you are that's cool we we appreciate you for that yes so let's go ahead and wins and losses yep you start we got beyonce tickets uh, uh, that's our win of the week uh, what was yeah what was that uh one tiktok uh sounded with viral which that's, one uh, yeah that, she was just doing? yeah that yeah, one yeah <laughs> yeah singing yeah we got them so I had got my code. I was like, is that Ticketmaster? They texted me. <laughs> and it was like, Mia, you have your Beyonce code. And I was like, I started texting a group message like, y'all, I got my code t- t- for the concert. It was an extremely hectic, like, it was two or three hours in the Because group I wasn't the only one that got my code. So it was literally like, as we're yeah. looking for tickets, they are disappearing. Literally, the little dot will, like, yes. turn a different color. And you're like, oh, no. Yes. And I was trying to get, well, we were trying to get five for all, all our fr- our whole whole friend group, but mm-hmm. we could only get four at one time, four period per person. Yeah, so that was the cap. We we're trying to find four Tried seats. To sleep, go back in there and get one that <laughs> were a four four seats that were affordable, like every un- with everybody's budget, and they were next to each other. It was hard, it but was we got it. Shout out to Bev because I was getting frustrated, so I let her <laughs> log into my ticket. I literally and do pulled it. out my laptop. I said, "Hold on," because when you texted me, I was like, I, was, "I knew you had a lot going on and you was working." I just got home. I said, girl, let me put my laptop. Send me that code. I got on there. I sent the group message. I said, hey, y'all, it's now or never. Yeah. We're going to go. And then everybody was like, bet, let's do it. We did like, try to go in there and get one more. But they said no. The cap is was literally four. Like, we was, was thinking, okay, we get four. Then we can log back in and get one more. I went to check out. It said you reach your max. I said, damn. Yeah. But nonetheless. We got them. September. We're the and we're going to the Houston one. So it's Yes, good. you know it's going to be. Yes, and we're going to see Ari Lennox next Friday mm-hmm. at the House of Blues. So if y'all are going, let us say know. Say hate us. We're, we're going to be in G- GA. Like, like the standing. standing. Y'all know House of Blues is mostly standing. So, so, yes. And we're going to the garden after. So if you like to go out, they're having an after the party. party there. The garden is a really cute club slash bar. And on Friday is R&B, R&B nights. R&B nights. So it's like literally perfect. It's gonna be. That's gonna be a good week. It's gonna be next weekend. Is a good weekend. And our friend uh, from Houston, KJ, is coming out of town. So it's gonna be exciting. Y'all, we really on our concert wave this year. We was talking about that. We was walking up here, and we was like, so far we done booked four concerts. (laughs) We seen Ari. We seen Division. We going to this R and B festival, and And we seen Beyonce. So we are gonna see what comes up. But we told ourselves this year, like. We going outside well, if, to these concerts. We we want to do something. We're gonna do it. There's no mm-hmm. time for waiting or to think about it. If you want to do it, just do and it. And I can do it. Let's do just it. Do it. So we gotta enjoy our lives, y'all. It's not not it's always be, about work, work, what, work, work, work. Yeah, work. exactly. One day we're gonna like be older and we're gonna have kids in the family and be like, I wish I would have did more of this. I feel mm-hmm. like we are past our going out on a week. It's like it's cool to go out, like, yeah, but we've been more on our wave of going to like restaurants yes and restaurant. bars Foodies. like we've been more like we go to the restaurants and we drink mm-hmm. versus like going out it's like we still enjoy going out it's just more spaced out 
mm-hmm. versus them doing it all the time. Because that is extremely, and it caused me migraine. So yeah, I had time for it. And that music, child, I'll be like, what is this? Hey, guns, guns, bang, bang, yeah. shoot them up, shoot them up, pow, pow, in your ear. And you're like, ah. I'm an R&B <laughs> girl, so I don't be knowing no songs. I'll be out like, okay. I'm not going to lie to you. Some of the songs, I'll be like, somebody asked me some who somebody was. They were telling me some rapper. I said, Oops. I must be getting old because I said I genuinely. They was like, oh, they did this. So I said, I don't be knowing a lot of these new. I got mm-hmm. my faves that I like. You know, I like Young. Th- I like Twenty One Savage. Yeah. So like, I Drake, feel like I everybody like Drake. like Drake. I feel like everybody like Drake. But it'd be some stuff. I'd be like, like the Memphis rappers, not for me. They're just not. I don't know. I don't think it's I good workout music. Like I play. Yeah, for, some of it for my classes. That's and true. Stuff, I can get. They can get you hype for that sense. But I feel like just listening to it just casually home, washing dishes no i listen to a lot of r&b yeah for sure so all right so tell us about fashion week oh yeah wait hold on you guys you forgot to say a loss we got really i got- don't have any per get into i'll be it. having losses i it's my perspective that's what it is okay yeah i like it <laughs> <laughs> but um so when is your girl is going to New York Fashion Week for the first time. Yes, <laughs> get into it. Okay. So I'm super excited because I just, I honestly didn't think that, I'm not, I know this sounds bad saying this, I was important enough to be invited. Mm-hmm. So it's like something that I didn't even think that would ever be a thing for me. Because I would see people in the past going to New York mm-hmm. Fashion Week. And I was like, I don't think that that's something that people be interested enough to invite me to yeah so it's so interesting to go from not i feel like being even a factor at all to this year i got like 15 plus invites it's like to a point where i'm like i got so many invites i can't go to everything that i've been invited to like that's amazing it's crazy so when my management a couple of weeks ago they first told me like hey you know new york fashion we we pitching you for a round and we've had like one or two you know reach out and i genuinely thought it was just gonna be that one and two mm-hmm. and i was like it's not even gonna be worth going out there and then it's just like they was going over time. They was talking. I had people reaching out to me. Ooh, I had people reaching out to me, and I was just like, "That's good." That is so crazy. So I I kept telling myself, I said, "Okay, if it's one or two brands, cool." But I was like, "If I get like five plus, and then it went from five plus to like almost twenty at this point of invites. Like my tentative schedule that my management drew up for me is so busy, and it's." cool to see that it like I, feel, I told me i feel like i'm gonna be like you know on americans next time i was these be on go see when they would like go to one yes. event and then they would like hurry up get dressed and they'll go to another i was like that's what it's giving and it's gonna be in new york so i was like i feel like i'm gonna be on go sees and it's super exciting i know it's gonna be like a lot going on but i feel like it's a really good and different opportunity for mm-hmm. me it's, it's crazy because it's something i never saw for myself those, until those are the best opportunities yes the ones that you never thought about but, that yeah. I never, I just never thought it would yeah. be a thing for me, and then when it did, and I was just like, yeah, genuinely true. surprised and happy. Not gonna lie to you. So I'm going to that this week. Super excited to just see the show, stopping by with some brands and just networking. It's gonna be a whole, just a whole thing. So Good. Good I'm super excited about it. Loss. Got some losses. Um, no. Oh, another win. I hit 300k on TikTok. Oh, yes. ah! it's giving a mickey mouse clubhouse but i hit 300k on tiktok so if y'all follow me on tiktok i genuinely appreciate that like that's the most uh like supporters i have on a single platform so 
that really means a lot to me because I really be trying to be consistent on there, do my videos mm-hmm. and teach y'all some things and as much as I know. So, and also like do a little, I feel like I show more of my personality on TikTok yeah. as well, like the funny side of me. So I don't really, I don't think this week particularly, I don't have any losses because I told you my thing is I'm not stressing mm-hmm. myself this year. I'm not worrying myself into a point where I shut down because I'm good for that. So it, I do have some stressful things going on, like trying to move and stuff like that. But I'm just like taking everything one day at a time, Good. like in a healthy manner, figuring it out. And it's like, it's okay to be a little bit of stress, but I don't want it to be to the point where I physically become incapable of doing anything because I completely shut down. Yeah. So I told myself, I, I do that sometimes. I won't even sit here and lie. Like, I don't. I told myself this year, well, not girl. It's going to all work out. And God is going to move it the way it's supposed to be moved. And I'm going to trust in that. And I'm keeping moving forward. Yes. We love to see that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Get into song of the week. You got yours? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me guess. Is. I don't know. <laughs> I was going right, to say Beyonce, you... but. <laughs> They're going to be like every week. Y'all song of the week is just the and same album with a business. different song. <laughs> no, so I don't know if y'all heard that remix that she had posted. The, that she did today. I said she be on TikTok and she be looking. Yeah. She do. Every time I hear that part, I think of the podcast. Yeah. And I was just like, it really could be our theme song. Copyright wasn't a thing. <laughs> like, but Beyonce, can we please use that as a... Beyonce be on TikTok. I yeah. swear she, she does. She has a burner account for sure. She definitely does. Hold on. I got to tell y'all, before we move on to my song, it is a TikTok account. Y'all need to follow. They do a bunch of Beyonce mashups. Mm-hmm. They are so good like i was just i wish they would come out an album of this hold on it's called i I need to see that it's called manual mashups that's the name i do follow them yeah their name is like mashup vibrations but the at name is manual mashups i swear like three times a day Mm -hmm. they remix like beyonce songs and i ain't seen i ain't heard one bad one yet they're so good good. people are talented out here people i'm not gonna lie to you tiktok really do have the best like mixes and remixes they really do have some good ones i've been looking for full songs for like uh, workout purposes for certain mm. events and stuff. I'm like, it's it don't be full song. Sometimes it be like, it a like little snippets, thirty second. I'll be like, I need this an album. I need it of it. But y'all y'all follow manual mashups on TikTok. I, I swear to God, the best. Okay, so since we finna see Art Linux and I listen to this album like two or three times a day because it's a bomb. We finna do Art Linux. So let me not plug it in because that's gonna be loud with Flo Millie. No, the last song I listened to was Flo yeah. Millie. So I was like, hmm. Let's see. Hmm. Okay. I think I'm going to do this. One. I was trying to decide which one I want. She got some music. Going to play? This is Waste My Time. Funny Valentine loving from Cupid. Need someone to get to it. I see you begging, so there ain't no choosing. There must be a glitch in my phone. I'm ready for the switch to turn me on. 
Won't you come do something wrong to me? Cause I'm trying to have you waste my time. Love that lady. Yeah. Love her. Love her. We'll see you next week, Ari. I don't think I've ever heard a song by her that I was just like, oop, I dropped my phone, y'all. But uh, <laughs> that I was like, this is not great. I feel mm-hmm. like every artist has songs that you kind of got to grow on you. Mm-hmm. Like I told you on that album, Outside. And it's because the song is kind of loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think at first it sounded like ruckus to me when I first heard it. I was like, ah, I love this so much going on in this song. But after a while, I was like, I like the lyrics yeah. um, about it. Because it's like women empowerment. It's like, girl, love yourself. Yeah. Whatever kind of body you have, whatever you got going on, like, we outside with it, like, mm-hmm. women empowerment. But other than that, my good sis don't make a bad song. Yeah. At all. All right. TV movie of the week. So last week was the Ice Storm or oh, whatever. It so it was Ice Den. And I'm like, okay, I'm about to binge watch something because that's going to keep me a little sane. So I ended up watching Good Girls on okay. Netflix. Is that a show? It is. Okay. So it has four seasons. It's a show about these suburban moms who, like, they they uh basically rob a bank. I feel like and then I've they after before. that, it just gets into more. Like, so basically, I'm not spoiling anything, but uh, they rob a bank and then... They not a bank. I'm sorry, a grocery store. They rob a grocery store and they take the money at the safe. But they didn't realize that that money in the safe belonged to like a drug dealer. Like he um, had it in there because he was like doing money laundering. So he was like, since y'all stole my money, like y'all need to go do this job for me. And they were like scared of him. Like, oh my gosh, we have to do this job. But basically, the mm-hmm. whole they just basically get into this entanglement with him where they consistently work for him. Now they work with each uh, other. So it's just like these moms. That's crazy. Are like criminals. And it's just like the things that happen. Four seasons. Dang. It's pretty good. But the man on there, the 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 thug or whatever. It's the Hispanic dude, right? Yeah. that's why I was like, I knew he talked about based off of him. Because I've seen like I've seen him before. And I was like, I think he on that show. I know you're talking about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So yeah. That's a good one. If it's good for background too. So if you just want to like chill, have some on. It's not it's really funny too. So that's a good show. Um, this is very random what I've been watching. I've been watching Raven's Home. <laughs> I love Raven's Home. I've been watching Raven's Home and it started off as background noise mm-hmm. but I was working and then because now I got Disney Plus. Shout out to my niece. But um, I, it started off as background noise and then I would actually be kind of like watching it and I would like laugh mm-hmm. and I'd be like, hmm. It's funny. You know, it's like funny. It's entertaining. It's cute. It's not, of course, the new Disney is corny but I feel like it's not as like corny or unfunny as a lot of the other ones obviously it's not made for somebody my yeah. age but it's funny like watching raven like my favorite character is the son because he acts extremely just like her mm-hmm. and it's so funny because it's like when they be in scenes together it's goofy so i've randomly been watching raven's home because mm-hmm. i've been kind of inconsistent in other things i was like watching handmade still but they started doing too much and i was like okay and then i put on like what is the uh, the circle as background noise but Circle is not as interesting as it used to be. It's different. It's different now. They're, I think they're trying to make it awkwardly more like a dating show versus oh, really? like, oh, it's supposed to be about influence, social media influence, or like um, friendships and things. And now I feel like they're more centering around who's gonna flirt with who, who's gonna date who, who's gonna like who. And I feel like that's annoying. If yeah, we're being honest, we have when enough I like dating shows. I thought it was an interesting concept at first, but I feel like yeah, we have enough dating shows, and I feel like they think that's what people want to see. 
But I actually just like the actual interaction of people. Mm-hmm. It was a very normal like show that wasn't, I feel like, just super toxic. Yeah. You know? I've been watching Raven's Home, so I'm on like season three. I they think. have like think. eight seasons, right? They got like five or oh, six. Five, they got like quite Because remember, I was like, I didn't even realize this was coming on since 2017. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. I didn't realize it's been on that long. So, Raven's Home. Raven's Home. All right. Now let's get into some black. Excellence. Black excellence on this here Black History Month. So, get into it. I'll go first. So my black excellence today is Vitals by V. So this is Yes, yeah, this is fresh <laughs> cold pressed juice. Okay. So this is actually one of my clients, Victoria Walker. She's the owner of Vitals by V. She makes these juice like y'all know what juices are. People go mm-hmm. juicing and all that. She makes them at home. They're so good they y'all. are good. like they are i really bought good. some because we had a community workout with my gym and she was like a vendor there and she sold out and everybody's been like oh my gosh she's so good so she actually had ran on if you know that she had went viral on tiktok oh really so this girl from our like the dfw area had posted a um like a review of her in real time like trying out her, oh, her really? juices and it got that. like 40k likes That's or something good. like that and so she got this huge influx of people and like well one she doesn't ship it out because you can't really ship juices out they gotta come get it okay Um, (laughs) sorry i got my allergies you can either come get it oh she lives in fort worth on the southwest side so go come get it up from over there or she can deliver it to you so if you are from like dallas and you want it to be delivered she can do that um but yeah and she's she's doing i'm so proud of her she was a little overwhelmed because i'm sure of it she went viral the same week she had she had our community workout she already, I feel like she already knew she kind of was going to sell out because she always does yeah, when she's a vendor. But then it's like, dang, then I get so, this attention she on social media. She said she juiced media. one day for 12 hours <gasps> straight. I was oh, like, wow. But clocked in. Love that she got that. So her Instagram is like that. Vitals by V. So you got to follow that Instagram so you can stay up to date like when she opens her menu because mm-hmm. sometimes there's special menus. You can or- only order certain things. Just like how that goes. But I'll drop the website in the uh show notes but yeah love that for her i didn't I know that the uh, video had went viral but mm-hmm. i seen like i feel like i seen her posting more, more and that, yeah. that makes sense though like that makes sense i feel like she started popping up on my page and stuff more but it's good she knows what she's doing it is good and too love that and she's a great person she which makes it even better yes um so. we love you victoria go girl okay so my um black owned business of the week so this is a brand that i worked with so people would be like oh body jewelry i got you right here and look for nose rings earrings all that so this is may signature collection and it's dallas based so you can order it online on the website and this is body jewelry so i feel like one of the biggest questions i always get is where do you get your nose rings from where do you get your nose rings from so the nose rings that two of them that i have in right now the one that's on this side boop and the one that's on this side, especially I get asked a lot mm-hmm. about the dangly one. Boop. This is where it's from. Not expensive at all. I want to say this one was $10. I want to say this one was like 20 And if you go on Spencer's, they be taxing now and all that. So it's the same thing. But in it's black on. And um, like this one is a butterfly. Uh, I want to say there was one that was shaped like a, um, a flower. The earrings are really nice quality too. Very inexpensive body jewelry and it looks great quality. So the owner is um Maya Dalton and Instagram is 
my signature collection. So M A I signature collection. And then the website is the same thing. My signature collection.com. She is a sweetie. Like I've done like a video for her before. Cause she's small. I like, I like working with a uh, small black owned businesses. She was super nice to talk to. She sent everything like in a timely manner. She was very like appreciative. Mm-hmm. Like she's, and if y'all follow her on Instagram too, she's very fashionable. Like I love the way she dressed and she wears like her own jewelries and stuff. She's very fashionable with her own unique style. That's cool. We love to see it. Like I just, I love to see it. So make signature collection. I need some new no- nose rings. Yeah. So she do have, I want to say she do has like some studs, but you know me, I like the, the extra ass shit. Mm-hmm. So that's usually what I go for. But it was, I don't think I saw anything on there that was more than $30 that's from good. what I remember. So she, she got a, some good stuff on there. If you're looking for some unique body jewelry pieces to wear. So that's going to be um my, my signature collection. M-A-I signature collection. Ooh. Ooh. Did you give all her information? I did. did. Okay. All right. It's going to be in the show notes. Yes. Make sure y'all checking them show notes because yeah. last episode we had a lot of resources it's free, free yes. resources. Anything so, we are shouting out or linking, mm-hmm. talking about, it's down any there. resources we giving y'all, y'all check the description area of yeah. whatever you watching it or listening on YouTube, Apple, whatever, and you looking at description. And I promise you, we got either the link or the specific name for it, but more than likely, we're going to have both yeah. in there for you. So just so, remember that. Yes. All right. Now, my segment, Get Molded by Mia. So today, <laughs> today I'm talking about four ways you're getting in your own way in your fitness journey. So this list that I have made has come from my own past experiences. And we didn't even talk about what the episode was about. Sorry. The, the, today. <laughs> we just started. So they can't understand why we okay, talk yeah. about <laughs> Today we're just talking about it's time to let it go. So things that we need to let go. Past bad habits, All old that. habits, like old yeah. ways is about tuning in to the present and mm-hmm. letting go moving of forward. moving forward and letting go of the past. So that so, is what this episode is about. Yeah, that's we, what this episode is about. Just because so, y'all wonder like, what is they talking But they about? already see the title. That's true. So they already know. Y'all, y'all know it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm going over four ways you're getting in your own way in your fitness journey. So like I was saying, I got inspired to make this list because... The things I struggled with in the past. And then also being a trainer, you hear common things. You see common mindset patterns. So I'm like, okay, this is what people keep struggling with. Mm -hmm. So my first one is you're being too obsessed over the number on the scale. So I have a rhetorical question. So if you're able to achieve the physique, the look, or the size you want, would you care about how much you weigh? You can answer uh, my answer, Steve, is no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I literally hope you would say you would not care what the scale says. So I feel like people get so fixated on this number that it causes you to be insecure. It causes you just to be like, I want to wear this so, 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 so bad. And that's all you care about. It's just like mm-hmm. there's more to fitness, just how much you weigh. So I want to get into the science of it. See, I won't think I'm just talking, just to be talking, okay? Mm-hmm. So if you want the scale to be like a part of the progress, like you checking your progress in your fitness journey, because that's what it is. You weigh yourself to see how 
to see some success or to see mm-hmm. where you need some work at, right? So I think you need to shift your mind from like what the scale says to body composition, okay? So let me define that real quick. So body composition is basically when you look at yourself, oh, this is body composition, but you have two categories. You have fat mass. Even within fat mass, you have two types of fats. I'm trying to like make it quick. And then you have your other part of your body, which is like fat-free. So that's like muscle, skeletal, water, things like that. So when you stand on the scale, that one number is representing all that. It's representing all your fat, all your muscle, all your bone, all your water. So that is really not any context. Mm-hmm. But when you weigh your you so you weigh your body composition through a body fat scale. When you stand on a scale, usually body fat fat scales come with like apps. It breaks it down and it actually shows you your body fat percentage. That's the most simplest way for you to, to uh check that is through the scale. That number is actually gives you more information. Yes. So that's what my trainer does. It's like a a thing that we hold. Yeah, you can hold gives, that too. Yeah, yeah. And it has like it has like a whole breakdown of it. Instead of like weighing yourself, it gives you mm-hmm. more like I don't know. I'm saying accurate numbers, but yeah. So it's it's more it's more detailed. It's mm-hmm. it's so like we were talking about earlier in the car. So it's like okay, I can like right now probably like weigh one thirty. I can weigh one thirty, and I can have more body fat percentage than I do now. So I'm trying. Mm-hmm. If you saw two people in front of you right now, both the girls weigh one thirty. One girl could literally look different because she has more fat mass on her mm-hmm. than the other girl. So it's like. You get so fixated on, I want to be, let's say you weigh 150, mm-hmm. you want to be 140. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I want to be 140 so bad. But it's just like, you can still achieve the look that you want and still yeah. be a weight that you think that look makes you look unattractive. Yeah. That's basically what I'm mm-hmm. saying. So just don't get fixated over the number on the scale. Be more focused about your consistency with your habits. Because the number's not going to change if you're not doing what you need to do anyway. So it's just like, you get so fixated on a number, but you're not even getting fixated on what you need to change. Makes right? sense. So have you ever experienced anything like that? Um, I think for me, it's more of like weight gain mm-hmm. for me. So it's just like, um, like I said, oh, when I look at myself, I'm thinking like, oh, I'm, I'm going to look just so much better when I'm at this weight, when mm-hmm. I'm at this weight. And it's like a lot of times you... You look, or it's like you can weigh the same and look so much different. Like yeah. I think about how okay, right now I'm like I go between like 155 and 150, and I think about how I looked at how in track I was 150, but the way my body looked was so different than now. So it's like I probably like the the fat was definitely way mm-hmm. less then, but it's like I still like how I look now. I'm still. 150 and it's a different 150 yes, but i love the way it looks the body it's like, comp yeah, is different. i got yeah the body comp is different so i think it's more of the look that i would prefer now mm-hmm. versus maybe th- than i did back then so i know it might be a little different when you're trying to lose yeah weight it you know because I, I don't think i've ever purposely tried to lose weight yeah you know what i mean so basically what i'm trying to say to sum it up is don't get so fixated on the number of the scale a lot of people like hold that number to dear life like mm-hmm. if you're not if you don't weigh whatever number you think you should weigh you get really upset and disappointed and sad that's what i'm trying to get you to not do don't get so fixated on that number one if you're going to use a scale if you want to use that because like numbers are great to track progress you need to be using some type of scale that measures your body fat percentage because mm-hmm. that is what matters 
everybody I feel like is on this journey of trying to reduce body unwanted body fat and then preserve the muscle mass that they have or gain some more muscle mass. So in order to do that, you need to be keeping track of the muscle mass and the body fat content. And you're not going to be able to do that on a regular scale mm. because that scale, like I said before, it represents everything. Yeah, It's one number that's saying you weigh this much, but it's not giving you any context of like how much fat. You know? It makes a lot of sense. It's just the overall number. It's, it's an overall detailed. number yeah. and it should not have so much power over you. Mm-hmm. That's basically what I'm trying to get at. So I even had a client text me uh, the other day. Well, yesterday she was like, how often should I weigh myself? And I'm like, I tell my clients when my online clients like like every six weeks. That's when I would mostly do it. But I'm like, some people will weigh themselves every day, every week, every month. It's just like, please don't do that because Mm you're going to stress yourself out, honestly, being so worried about it and just be more focused on, okay, what habits do I need to do? Mm -hmm. What can I start with? Do I just need to, like, get more sleep, drink more water, stop eating out as much? Like, things like that, that's more in your control. Those are things you can literally get your hands on now, but you can't get your hands on your weight, you know, and change that immediately. So just just leave it it alone, y'all. Okay? So that's number one. Let's stress ourselves over that. So number two is a passive mindset. So I'm going to break this down real quick. So what? What's up? Yeah. So what passive is is basically a lack of action towards your fitness journey. So a characteristics is basically like you often get comfortable with not taking action to get to your goals, doing nothing. Mm-hmm. So some examples is like you have a gym membership, but you literally don't use it. You you don't go to the grocery store, but you know you should. You eat out mm-hmm. instead. You're just literally okay with complacency. Mm-hmm. Do you struggle with that? Like, just ask yourself that. Am I being passive? I know that I need to do X, Y, and Z for myself, but I just decide, hmm, I'm okay with staying the same. That's what being passive is. I see a lot of people struggle with that. Like, they struggle with getting out of that. Like, how do I stop being passive? Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. So, I'm going to give y'all my four tip, my four uh, ways that you, that, get, that you get in your own way. Then I'm going to give y'all tips at the end. So, just bear with me. All right. So number three is being inconsistent. So basically what inconsistency is, is it is the failure to complete important tasks regularly. So I feel like you often find times, or I'm sorry, you often find reasons not to work out or eat healthy. Mm -hmm. You often prioritize other things over your fitness journey. So it feels like you don't have time for fitness. And then you can only put energy into your fitness journey when you feel like it. If you don't feel like it, you're going to neglect it. So that's those are some that's characteristics of inconsistency. I feel like anybody has gone through. Mm-hmm. Like when I fell off from the gym, it's kind of almost like making excuses for mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? And some excuses, y'all, they're not bad. Like I've heard mm-hmm. it all. Like I have a full-time job. I'm in school at the same time and I have kids. Yeah. Those are There's nothing yeah. wrong with you working and taking care of your children and uh going to school but it's just like you can't let that get into the way of like what you want you got to figure out how to make the balance to make it work there are ways to make it work but if you keep even if your your excuses are good excuses Mm -hmm. you can't keep saying it i always say unfortunately we have to make time for the things that we We really want life i feel like we want multiple things in life so we got to find a way to make it all balance and make sense yes yes i agree it is and i like I feel not like easy. People, yeah, it's not mm-hmm. easy. Like I know it's not easy because yeah. it's even hard for me as a trainer sometimes to get my things I gotta do because I'm busy. Mm-hmm. But it's just like I gotta like find a way to make it work. I can't let good reasons turn into 
an excuse of why mm-hmm. I'm not doing what I need to do. All right. So the last one is procra- procrastination. Are you a procrastinator? I always say procrastination is a fancy word for pure laziness, y'all. That's really what it is. <laughs> a like fancy word. You often intentionally put off doing things that should be done. You know you need to be doing something, but you wait to the last minute or you just, I'm not going to do it. You don't need to get your ass some go to the gym. So you don't want laziness to take priority in your fitness journey, y'all. Don't do it. So I'm going to recap real quick the four ways that you are getting in your own way, possibly. Number one. You're being obsessed over the number on the scale. You have a passive mindset. You're inconsistent or you are a procrastinator. Okay. Those are the four ways that I often. And I feel like all of us have been one of those four or multiples of those four. Like I will not sit here and act like just because I'm more consistent in it right now. There ain't been times where I've been one of them. I feel like we all go through it. It's more more realizing it and pulling yourself out of it and like changing that habit you know what i mean and that's what i'm about to get into next is okay how do you get out of your own way step one identify how you in your own way right now take accountability and see where you are messing up don't be afraid to be weak y'all it be like that Mm -hmm. we gotta face ourselves and be like you know what i'll be procrastinating i'm so inconsistent i'm so passive I'll be so obsessed with the number on a scale. Be real to yourself. It is okay. That is step one to see change, okay? Step two is identify how these struggles affect you specifically. So with those struggles, what unhealthy habits happen because of those struggles? You got to think, it's critical thinking. You got to think deep. I'm trying to give an example real quick. So if I struggle with being, I'll say, inconsistent and passive, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That's that's like my mindset frequently. So when it comes to eating healthy, like yeah. dang, I was about to say that's the biggest. I know one I for should me. go to the grocery store, mm-hmm. but I'm just gonna eat out instead. And then when you top of that, when you when you eat out, it's like you're choosing pure trash. Mm-hmm. Like not even like I don't know somewhere with some vegetables. I don't know you mm-hmm. eat straight fried food, Big Mac, Double Mac, Baconator, all that type of stuff. That's like an example I can give you. It's just like, but if if you just Start with the thought, okay, let me not be inconsistent and passive and just go to the grocery store today. Mm -hmm. Oh, I hate grocery shopping. Okay, how can I make this process more enjoyable? Maybe I could do a curbside pickup. Maybe Mm -hmm. I just need my AirPods when I go in the store. Maybe I need to go at a a time where it's not as busy, you know, things like that. Maybe I need to do Instacart. So try to think, like, outside the box. There are a lot Mm -hmm. of options. That's just something that um, that just came to my mind about like how you can sit and do the critical thinking like okay how does mm-hmm. this thought what what with this thought what behaviors happen mm-hmm. after that like what does this cause me to do that, that is sense. unhealthy okay all right hold on the next one is number three discover solutions what healthy habits can you replace your unhealthy habits with how can you practically overcome these things so Make these things very easy for you to achieve. Start real slow. So if you're a person, like, I always go to grocery shopping because that's, like, the number one thing that people struggle with the most. Like, I they can, can get to that. the gym, but it's just, like, with the cooking, it's like, okay, if I know I struggle with that, what is a very easy, practical way? Like, I can not eat out so much. You got to ask yourself that. So maybe it's like, okay, half the week I'm going to eat out, half the week I'm going to do grocery mm-hmm. shopping and cooking. Like, whatever works for you, as long as you're trying to, 
go to some type of progress, but you don't have the cold turkey. You're like, I'm about to meal prep five <laughs> meals a day and like go crazy. <laughs> or just like when you do grocery shop, okay, what options are easy for you to cook? Frozen, yeah. frozen foods, maybe. Instead, so it's like you pop it in the, I mean, frozen veggies, pop it in the microwave, frozen um, rices, a chicken that's already made, like th- whatever makes your life mm-hmm. easier, you know? So just think about practical ways you can create change. It does not have to be complex and difficult. I would literally say, do not be an overachiever right now. This is not the time to be yeah. trying to reach Let's for the stars because you probably going to fall off. And we know that falling off can like can cause discouragement. So do what's the most easiest first. And once you can get that down, then it's like, okay, now I got this down. I can like level up a little bit. But I wouldn't go straight to like, I'm about to just be Martha Stewart. No, she cook. <laughs> Martha Stewart cook. Sure, I just know she no, went to jail. T- ta- Tabitha, yeah, don't be Tabitha Brown and try to go straight vegan or something. And you're just like Martha Stewart. Said I don't know. I met the Pioneer Woman. I don't know if you watched that. Uh-uh. This is like, I just think of the old lady that went to jail and she like besties. With I met I met Pioneer Woman, not Martha Stewart. Oh, okay. But anyways, y'all get what I'm saying. <laughs> you don't got to be Tabitha Brown. You know, just mm-hmm. be you. Cause that's that's a crazy switch to go from eating out mostly to trying to go vegan again. Yeah, that's pro- steps. All right, so I'm gonna recap real quick because I know okay. I'm saying a lot. So I gave y'all four ways that you are getting in your own way. Number one, being obsessed of uh, being obsessed over the number on the scale. Two, passive mindset. Three, inconsistency. Four, procrastination. And then I recap some tips to get out of your way. One, identify how you get in your own way. Two, identify how these struggles affect you. Three, discover solutions. Find um, healthy habits that you can replace your unhealthy habits with. And then I want to end it with some affirmations. These are my fitness affirmations. Yeah. So, behavior does not change until your thoughts do, okay? So, if you don't imagine your fitness journey getting better, it won't get better. Yep. So if you're just like, oh, I'm never going to get fit. I'm never going to lose this weight. I'm never going to eat healthy. You're probably not going to. Let's affirm myself. So you won't make progress until you believe and understand that it is possible. Get a new mindset, y'all. Believe that you are capable of achieving your fitness goals by doing the work that is required, okay? Have confidence in your ability to change and to transform. Have that confidence. Tell yourself that you can do it. So the more consistent you are, the better results you will see. Mm-hmm. Whatever you put in your fitness journey is what you will get out. The proof will be in your physical and mental results. This is something that you cannot cheat at all. So just keep that in mind. Fixate your focus on your goals and then create a step-by-step process of how you're going to get there. And just follow that process. If it's working out three times a week, Eating healthy 80% of the time. If that's it, that's it. Just keep doing that over and over. Make sure that process is something that's so easy for you to commit to. Whenever it's overcomplicated, that is when Mm -hmm. we fall off when we're doing way too much. Less is more, okay? So just follow your plan. It is simple. Aim to be diligent and resilient. So diligence is is steady, determined, passionate effort every day wake up whatever you want to do not even just fitness and it's steady determined passionate effort take it day by day 
and just complete what is required of you each day. I say this all the time to my clients. Mm -hmm. Just take it day by day. So resilience, what that is, is the process. And I don't even want to get deep in the definition. But (laughs) to sum it up, press past difficulties with determination. Don't be so easily defeated because you get on a scale, you saw a number you didn't like, and you're just like, well, it's over. I'm done. Don't give up. Keep going. We literally have the rest of our lives to work on our fitness. Yep. And there's so many ways that you can work on your fitness. You don't have to limit yourself to just like what you see online or what you think Mm -hmm. you should do. That's why it's important to have experts around you just asking questions or doing your own research to see like what you can do to help yourself. Remember, less is more. And that's it. That was great. That was really good. I like the ending where you were just like, take it day by day. I feel like it's overwhelming when you think about, oh, what am I going to do next week? Or what am I going to do in three days from now? What am I going to do a month from now? How am I going to look a month from now? Like, let's just focus on getting Enjoy the process. Like we said the last episode. And then you can look back on it and be like, oh, look at a month ago. Uh, Mm -hmm. Look at two weeks ago. You know, things like that. So that was good, though. I feel like a lot of the things that you said, especially um, like the characteristics of what's getting in your way, I feel like that's, like I said, I feel like this literally being everybody. Yeah, I can, I've they're been very common. Of those, especially for me, like the um, the procrastination and the inconsistency was one. Because for me, more the inconsistency is with food. Mm-hmm. But then the procrastination is getting up and going. You know, and I'm like, oh, I'll go later. Later comes, you don't go. Yeah. Put it off till tomorrow. And then that's how you end up falling off. So yeah. I feel like it's very relatable. And I know that everybody listening is probably like, damn, now she coming for me. Yes, I, I'm trying to be... She is, but for your yeah, I'm trying to be nice about it because it's real. (laughs) Because I feel like I've struggled with these things as well. Not well, a little bit in fitness, but more just in In my own life. So it's just like that's how I I was I when I wrote this. This this is a whole presentation, y'all. I'll be giving to my clients. I was preaching to myself, but it's just like I got through it, Mm -hmm. and that's why I know what to do. Like how I'm so passive. How do I get through this? This is what I do. So this is what I know. So I always feel like fitness is a way to like overcome certain struggles that we have. If you can overcome being inconsistent and being a procrastinator through fitness, then you will literally see that flow in other other areas of life. So that's why a lot of these things are intertwined. I feel like you pick up good habits in one area, it'll like flow over to others. That makes sense. So fitness is a way to really literally fight off these things that we struggle with. So 10 out of 10 recommend. Sin out of sin. It was good. Thank you. Thank you, Multiply Man. <laughs> All right. Now my phone was upside down. Get into my segment, uh, segment, segment, which is health as well. With Dr. Right. Biff. <laughs> Stop calling me. I'm like, she's not even a real doctor. I'm not, but I'm the closest <laughs> you're going to get, so be quiet. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm saying. All right. So before. I, um, I'm starting off. Mine is um going to be about releasing yourself from the past, moving forward in your mental health and your self-love journey. So a lot of the things that Mia said, it'll be somewhat similar. So if you hear, you probably hear it again. But like said, a, lot a, these things are in, a lot of these things are intertwined. Yeah. So before I start, I want to start off uh with a quote from Carl Jung, who is like, because the thing is, I'm not going to get too deep into this because this is like, this can get real deep. I'm talking about like analytical psychology, like in your subconscious deep. That's a whole nother thing. And that's like something you got to go to class for because that's a lot to understand. 
But anyways, I'm just going to do a more service level to where it's a little bit easier to understand. But um, Carl Jung. And so the quote is, it is not I who create myself. Rather, I happen to myself, which means I am not what happened to me. I am what I choose to become. So that is something that I thought was important going into this, because I feel like a lot of times we attach ourselves to our old selves, our old habits, our old situations, our old relations with people. And we think that is who we are and we struggle into stepping into becoming who we are supposed to be at this present moment because we're so focused on what used to be. So again, it's like, I'm not what has happened to me at this present moment. I'm what I choose Mm -hmm. to be. And it's not, we won't sit here and say the past doesn't have an effect, but I feel like a lot of us live in it and there are lessons that can be learned from if we're open to it. Yeah. So we have unhealthy attachments to our past, whether it's from a friendship, relationship, it can be ourselves, uh, past careers, mistakes, unfortunate events that have happened to us. They can lead us into an ongoing cycle of either chronic depression, anxiety, hopelessness, resentment, um, staying unmotivated, lack of self-worth, lack of self-compassion, and catastrophic thinking and like anything else that you can think of because of these unhealthy attachments that we hold on to whatever the past may be. So as humans, we really like to cling to things, even if we know that they are bad for us. And one reason is because we feel like we know ourselves. We like ourselves more than, okay. We like ourselves more when we feel like we truly know ourselves. So if we already know ourselves as whatever the past was, Mm -hmm. then I feel like you have a hard time liking yourself for the now because again, you've grown that unhealthy attachment to who you're supposed to be. So let's say we know ourselves as someone who's in a relationship with a certain person and it ends and you're scared of moving forward. I feel like this is how we all people get stuck on their exes Mm -hmm. or stuck being friends with bad friends because you felt like you knew yourself so well when you was so-and-so's girlfriend, so-and-so's boyfriend. So you stick, stay in that situation because Mm -hmm. you're scared of who you will. You don't know who you are without that. Or let's say that ends and you're scared to move on because you feel like you don't know who you are without that attachment in your life, if yeah. that makes sense. And um, uh, same thing, we could quit a job, like career, even with sports, things like that. Sports. And um, things we do for a living. And we School. feel like if we no longer that is a part of us. Mm-hmm. And it was a part of us potentially for so long. It is really scary for us to think about who we are without yeah. it. So it's like, I feel like I know myself so well when I got this, no matter how good or bad it is. Yeah. And you have a hard time moving forward when that is something that's no longer a part of your life. And you, you kind of get stuck in this like gray area of trying to who be your I? old self. <laughs> yeah. Like, who yeah. am I without this? And I feel like yeah. we all have experienced that. Definitely. So knowing ourselves is such an important part of our well-being that letting go of something is the central way of how we see ourselves can be super scary. We are uncertain of who we'll be or how we'll feel. And as a result, we get stuck clinging to both the good and the bad things in our lives, afraid to let go. Because there have been things that have to let go that are that were good yeah. as well, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I said, no longer playing a sport, or college, graduating yeah, school, like you're done, um, you yeah. know, things like that. Maybe getting a promotion from a job somewhere mm-hmm. like it can be it can be good things, too, as well. So too often we let our past define our present, which puts us in a prolonged state of being stagnant within ourselves and our mental health. 
We don't allow ourselves to seek change and appreciate the present. Mm-hmm. So that's the biggest thing that I want like people to take from is like we're not thinking about the future. We're thinking about the present. We need to focus on the present before we get to the future. But we can't even focus on the present because we're too busy to, worried about the past. past. Yeah. So it's just like when we hold on to too many unhealthy attachments to the past, we are not looking at for what we have and who we are mm-hmm. at this moment. And I feel like that's how it leads to things like, like I said, depression, staying unmotivated and stuff because we're so fixated on things that are no longer a service to us. So some potential reasons why we can't move forward in your journey. So these are, I'm I'm put vague, but I feel like they can fit anywhere. Again, I don't want to get anything too, 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 too deep in psychology because it'd be a whole thing. Because I feel like first thing people can think of not move forward in the past is PTSD. But PTSD is a whole completely different subject that's like for its own and it don't fit into this because PTSD is a different type of trauma mm-hmm. that's not falling in that because that a lot of times genuinely needs a different route that you have to go to. So not necessarily that, but again, some potential reasons why you can't move forward in your journey is fear. So you're literally scared of what the future brings or of letting go. You're genuinely scared of letting whatever this goes. So um let me think of something. We can think of something that you're like, this is like scary to let this go for myself. It doesn't have to necessarily be, it um, have to be anything. I feel like for me, like leaving nine to five, going into entrepreneurship. So yeah. leaving the stability of mm-hmm. that, that was scary. Cause it's like, what's going to happen to me? Yeah. Like, what if I fail? What if I, you know, the, all the what ifs come in, yeah. knocking really hard. That makes sense. Um, yeah oh no i get a lot of people from when they do consultations mm-hmm. with me i'm like i ask them questions and stuff, and they're like i don't know like i'm always been scared to like do this mm-hmm. like get a trainer because i like all these what ifs and they just kind of like run them down like the fear of just like what if it's hard mm-hmm. what if i don't like it what if i but it's like when we're scared all our what ifs or like these things we make up catastrophic thinking it's just that's why i was like it can lead to catastrophic thinking like you kind of like going to trickle you're going to trickle of no yeah you think of the worst things that could possibly happen what if that happens but we don't think about the good sometimes yep what what if you do do this and and good comes from it we don't think about that literally scared yeah and yeah that's a good thing that's why i was saying catastrophic thinking people can become catastrophic thinkers because Mm -hmm. they're literally so scared of moving forward into something or what the future something it's like new, you yeah. like it's a trickle effect of well, what if this happens and this happens and then it's like well there's no opposite of that thinking what yeah. about the good what if i do do this and i do succeed yeah. and it does go well what about that no one t- tends to think about that and i feel like that's how you're stuck yeah. and being stagnant and like let's say if we're talking about training and fitness that's how you end up staying at home or you yeah. don't get that trainer like what if or i do you don't go move. to the gym and then what if there's people there yeah and what if they're watching me and what if i don't look like i don't know what i'm doing and yeah things like that it's it's a whole thing that can go into you can deep like dive deep in when it comes to fear because fear can be from anything yeah but um next is anger or resentment which i feel like is a big one for people yeah and this can be towards yourself and others and i feel like a lot of times why we have a hard time moving forward and appreciate the present because we're too busy being angry about something that happened to us in the past. And I feel like a lot of time this comes from relationships with people, Mm -hmm. but also with things within ourselves. So obviously like a relationship with a person, I feel like a lot of times you have a hard time moving forward 
in becoming the best version of version of yourself and working on your mental health because you would rather sit there and be angry mm-hmm. and resent somebody and be like, they're the reason why I'm this way. Mm-hmm. They're the reason why it's this. And you're letting whatever that has has such a power and a hold on you that you literally will not move forward from it because you are comfortable in blaming mm-hmm. whoever it is or being angry at this person because who am I if I move forward from this? Who am I like? I feel like this this resentment is who makes me me. Yeah. Who am I if I'm not resenting this person and moving forward? It almost forward? comes like some people's personality trait. Yes. Like uh, that's just like a thing that they just I feel like that's how people become angry. hateful. Yeah. So you end up having hateful per, uh, personalities and things like that. And so even resenting ourselves yes, for yeah. things that we did or that we didn't do. And I feel like you just sit there for months and years yes, and you're, you're har- harping on a decision or whatever like, it is that you I made. That? Why did I do this? Why didn't I do yeah. that? And you're literally letting that one moment define you as a person in your mental yes. health so much that you genuinely cannot move forward. And you resent yourself. You hate yourself for it. Yeah, we actually talked about this in Bible study. Uh, I did a Bible mm-hmm. study last Wednesday. And we're talking about forgiveness. And everybody was talking about, like, situations where they had to, like, forgive someone. And I'm like, I didn't even realize this. Like, I struggle. I used to struggle with forgiving myself. Yep. I can forget somebody easy because I'm like, I'll just be so ready to move on. But yeah. it's just like, like we said the last episode, we are our own like worst critic. We are. We are our own worst enemy. And yeah, I feel like when you do yeah. think of forgiveness and you do think of moving past something and forgiving, people don't think of forgiving themselves because yeah. we've all made mistakes. Yeah, we've all done things yeah. that we like, dang, I wish I did that differently or I wish I went about that differently. Mm-hmm. But it's like. And I feel like we've all let that have a hold on us from moving forward. And I feel like you will never deem yourself as a good person or worthy of good things because you resent yourself for whatever reason that it is. You didn't choose this. You didn't pick that. You didn't go here. You didn't go Mm -hmm. there. You know, things like that type of thing. I used to struggle with like my decision making skills. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, dang, I don't think I make good decisions. Mm -hmm. So then it's like. When you get into entrepreneurship and it's time to make decisions, it's like, I don't know what to do because I'm so like, I feel like a mixture of like fear and not trusting myself and mad at myself mm-hmm. because of the past. Like, why would you do that? You would be so much more confident in your skills if you would have just made the better decision, even though you knew better. Yeah. Just like, like you said, the catastrophic uh, yeah, thinking. It's just, just a whole thinking thing. It's literally you live with, I always say you live with your own thoughts every yes. single day. So I feel like that's what the hard part is not letting those inner thoughts, thoughts consume, consume you, consume you. Yeah. so that's a hard i think for me like something that i randomly resented myself for a long time is most people don't know this i used to play basketball for a super long time i played basketball longer than i ran track actually and i quit and for years after i had quit and i, I was like what was even the real reason why i quit why did i quit i could have had so much opportunity scholarship in this i could have did this i could have did that and i think part of the reason why i resented it is because my track career didn't go the way that i, I mm-hmm. chose track over basketball and i feel like because i did end up getting hurt like uh twice while i was in track and i feel like that's what kind of messed up like my track career i didn't want to go pro or anything i just didn't want to do better than what i actually did and i was like but what if i never quit basketball what if I chose basketball instead? And I feel like that was part of resentment. I would be doing this. I could have been at this school. I could have been doing yeah. that, you know? And it's just like you start thinking of the what ifs if I chose differently. And I feel like it made me awkwardly resent running track mm-hmm. for a while, too, because I was just like, why did I choose track over this? As much as I love both of the sports, yeah. I feel like because that outcome wasn't the desired one that I want, that it made me, like, mad at myself yeah. for what I chose. So... That's something that I feel like I had to get over 
and just realize for whatever reason, like obviously I'll be like, if I didn't run track, I would have never met my friends. Mm-hmm. I would never go to a school that I was supposed to go. I would never got my degree where I was supposed to. I would never my professors. Like you would never encounter the things that I would have. And I feel like that's what made me stop resenting the decision yeah. is what about the good that came from, from making this decision? It may not necessarily deal with sports, but what is the good that came yeah. with it? You know, things are how they're supposed to be, whether we realize it or not. Yeah. And I feel like that's, it's hard. Lack of accountability. You don't take the initiative to admit our wrongs. So when it comes to moving forward, I feel like we, a lot of people are really good at making excuses for mm-hmm. themselves. And this is why you can't move forward because you can't actually take accountability for whatever, whatever mm-hmm. it is that you have done, What maybe whatever decision that you make, you're making a million excuses for, you have a million reasonings, you're validating it instead of just being like, hey, I did this. This is probably not the greatest thing on mm-hmm. earth to do. I'm going to, again, this, and I feel like this can go apart eventually with resentment. And I feel like if you're lacking that accountability, it can potentially run into resentment as well. But I feel, cause I feel like you never forgive yourself yeah. for it. And I feel like lack of accountability can keep you stagnant as well because how are you to move forward if you can't even just even recognize, recognize yes. the things that you've done saying like from for my steps i was like number one is like identifying yes. where you need the work at like what's holding you back how are you getting your own way or how are you getting others way yeah but exactly but we just have to be able to take accountability yes. i'm not perfect yeah. i have done things where i'd be like girl what, what was that yeah what was that but it's just like it's okay. i can admit it to myself and then all i can do is just try not to do, learn from those things and try yes. not to do them again yes. but and then lastly is resistant to change. Holding on to our past selves and you're not opening to change or a new version of yourself. So some of us are literally just scared of change. And that's why you hold on to the past because this change is so different. From the past, and I feel like that can go uh, hand in hand with fear. Yeah, you just, You're so resistant to change because what happens if I do change? What happened mm-hmm. if this change does come and it's like again, you catastrophic thing? You lose bit. control. I think that's what more of it is. People it's are scared like of change. The, pre- the past, you have control over, over the narrative. The present, you, you can don't. control what you can, but it's like that you're trying to change. You don't know. Yeah. So you can't control the it. past. You already you already know what happened because yeah. it's the past. So, so you keep you running re- re- it in, in, in your mind. head, yeah. but it's just like the present. We don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow. We don't know what's gonna happen a week from now we don't know and i feel like that is part of the reason why people are scared because like i said we already know what happened in the past we know the narrative we can re- and i feel like that's why you're comfortable because you already mm-hmm. know it to the t but it's like okay i don't know what's going on today or what's what's gonna go on from a week or not and you're just scared of the change because you're not you just don't know that narrative yet mm-hmm. but that's okay you know what i mean so those are my fear Anger or resentment, lack of accountability, and resistance can change can be some reasons why you can't move forward in your journey. So, of course, I want to give some possible tips and resources that could help just make moving forward uh, within yourself and your mental health journey and making the prob- the changes that you need about yourself just a little bit easier. So, one, same thing Mia said, being honest and open with yourself of what's holding you back and stopping you. So, I feel like the first step of letting go is figuring out what is what is, what is it, it why can't we let go yeah. what is literally holding me back and but that requires open honesty with yourself yeah. and i feel like that's something that i have learned over the years 
that I feel like now what 27 I'm more at peace with myself yeah. about a lot of things than when I was 21 because I've learned to be honest with myself and I, when I'm saying I, when I'm saying honesty I mean honesty about any situation that you're in this can be honesty with how people treat you honesty of how this situation was a good thing like I said a lot of times we make excuses for things yeah. and especially we make excuses for other people and that's what makes it hard for us to move forward. So if we can sit down and be, let's say that you have a hard time moving forward because somebody cheated on you, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever. And it's just like, oh, well, you know, he, he said did this, 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 he this, did this, this in this, this way because he loved me. And he he did this because he loved me. And he said he wouldn't do that and da, 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 da. But it's just like, are we going to sit here and be open and honest with ourselves of why we are no longer with this person or why this person is a terrible spouse? Never going to move on for this person. That's how you get stuck on your ex for five plus years mm-hmm. or whatever, because you can't sit there and be honest with yourself of, hey, this person was not a great person. Like he, Let's, that yeah. one, they was not a yeah. good person. Acknowledge it. Acknowledge that they weren't a good person. It don't matter how much you love them. The The truth is. You got to see they things wasn't, for what it is. For, seeing things for, for what, what it is. is. Same thing, the honesty. Sit down and be honest with yourself. Like I said, accountability for yourself at that point. Yes. I I did this. And... I did this. Say yeah. that, you know, like admitting to yourself, this is something that I and did. And it can be hard. Like I've had it times is. where uh, I had to sit with myself. You gotta get on your own ass. And I was like, wow, mm-hmm. I need help. Yep. <laughs> and I was, I hurt my own feelings, but that, yeah. that hurt sparked the change. Cause I was able to, okay, I got goals now. Yep. I used to struggle with like being disappointed easily. Uh, when I got out of my last relationship, I was bitter. I was full of anger and resentment, mm-hmm. fear. Like everything you just said, I dealt with all of that. And I was like, I'm overcoming this because I'm not, mm-hmm. I cannot sit in this. I'm not going to grow. Yep. And so I would like find like uh, different ways. Okay, how can I get over this? I mm-hmm. would like literally think about it and try to find ways to get over it because I was like, I can't. Yes. I can't the be first that girl. It's always just being honest just with be yourself. Honest. And that's the hardest. I think hurt. that's the the first step is always the hardest because it re- it requires so much. For you to dig deep and look inside and really analyze things for what they are. But there is a lot of growth that come out of it. Self-awareness is worth it. Self-awareness. It's worth it. For sure. That definitely helps out. So number two is taking time to reevaluate the lessons learned from the past. So I feel like once we are open and honest about what has happened, I feel like it's important to sit down and what have you learned from it? And I feel like when you learn what you got from whatever this happened, I for me personally, it does help me move forward. Because I feel like I have a, a understanding of what happened. This is what I learned do's and, and don'ts, mm-hmm. you know, from it. This is how it has helped me. Maybe this is how it's hindered me. And if we figure out the lessons that we've learned from these situations and people, it does make healing just a little yeah. bit easier and a little bit smoother for you. Next is moving forward from old expectations. How can we make a new plan if we're stuck on the old? Again, this is the fear of like this I feel like this is fear so let's say you was you was with somebody and while you was with them your expectations were that you were going to get married Mm -hmm. and y'all break up and now you literally cannot move forward because you still have stuck in your head that old expectation of what you thought your future was going to look like and it's not happening and you can't move forward from it same thing with playing a sport having a job like something that you thought an, an you, outcome that you was, thought you knew the outcome was going to be, yeah. and it does not happen and you literally cannot Can't make new yeah. plans for yourself because you are so stuck on old expectations so let's move forward from those old expectations number four letting it all out 
sometimes it's best to like whatever you feeling, yeah, whatever you think, just let, let it, it out. out. This can be journaling, writing, any type of form of art, telling a trusted person. I know some people like to write Work letters out. to them old selves. Like let let it mm-hmm. out, like physically like let it out in whatever form that you feel like is best. And I feel like a lot of times uh, the things that we think, we keep them bottled, bottled in up, so much. Yes. We keep them bottled in so much. And I feel like when you are able to physically, like I said, it, it can be working out. It can be writing. It can yeah. be painting. And you are letting out that emotion and what you feel. I feel like it's a big stress reliever. And it also, mm-hmm. I feel like it helps you from keep from being so tense it's all the time, all time from these yeah. things too. I agree. Number five, conditioning the mind, which is studying emotional habits, disempowering the negative and disillusioning the future. So when I say by studying emotional habits, basically just being a little bit more self-aware of your emotions and the actions that come from it. So let's say that every time I, for example, okay, let's say you had, I feel like it's easier to relate these things to like a boyfriend or something like that. But let's say you you had a relationship and it did not end well at all and you stuck on it and every time you think about this relationship you're you you have an emotional reaction and let's say that reaction is anger so what is your response you go text this person and it turns into a big argument that happens every other day every week something like that and then it just ruins your whole day it ruins your whole week to where you cannot work on yourself because you let it have such an effect and you know this is a habit that you have that every time i think about this this is what i feel and this is my reaction just being more aware because feelings are okay how we react to them is what is important and i feel like that's the things that i don't i'm not gonna say the feelings have an effect on us but i feel like the actions that come from the feelings have the prolonged effects on us i always say like take the thought captive Mm -hmm. like you like the same situation you think about it and it makes you mad okay let me let me pray or let mm-hmm. me call my friend and just let me vent. Let, let me, me go do something journal. else. Let me write my journal. Like, I'm choosing. I feel a type of way. But instead of lashing out, mm-hmm. I'm choosing something that's more constructive and, and yes. it's more positive. And a better outcome that's yeah, more healthy. So that's why I say stu- um, studying emotional habits. What are the habits that come from the emotions mm-hmm. that you feel? That's super important because I feel like a lot of times we do let our emotions have us make now, I'm not going to say bad decisions, but decisions that's not the best for yeah. us. And then it does ruin our day. It does ruin our mood. And it's continuously doing it's like it. It's a because whole cycle that you get trapped in. It's because just, it's we're not worth so it. unaware of the habits that yeah. come from it. And so um, disempowering the negative. We are so easy to power the negative and disempower the positive. So, again, this is more studying your emotional habits. Let's empower those positive thoughts mm-hmm. that we have and not give so much power to the negative and disillusioning the future which is the same thing as moving forward for old expectations you're living in this illusion of this old expectation for the future that's supposed to happen it's Mm -hmm. not we have to get real with ourselves we have to be realistic with ourselves and stop living in an illusion of oh you know two or three years ago this was i was expecting was going to happen today and it's not yeah we got we got to think of a new plan we can't keep living in old expectations sometimes it's just not time yet like maybe you did have a a goal in mind, you want something to happen, but it's just not time. So sometimes we gotta work, like work steadily and just be patient with the process as well. Number six, practicing gratitude and self compassion, appreciating the present you. Mm-hmm. This is a big deal. Like I said, I feel like that's the most important thing to take from this is let's appreciate and be grateful for who we are today. today. How can we do that if we are living and thinking about the past? 
And I want y'all to practice gratitude, which I feel like a lot of people don't stress enough. I have a gratitude journal, mm-hmm. right? Things that I am am grateful for, the things I'm appreciative of. And you just and you just write that in. I feel like that helps you. It's, it's always something going on. It's always something going on. I feel like if we can sit down and make time to appreciate what I have presently, mm-hmm. I feel like it can help you be less stressed and yeah. let go of those I bad things. I do that all because, the time. Mm-hmm. I do. Gratitude, um, expressing gratitude and self-compassion. And of course, I go uh, going along with that is practicing mindfulness, so meditation and mm-hmm. positive talk. Mindfulness is all about being within yourself, being mindful of the present moment. And I feel like practicing gratitude and mindfulness is a big thing when it comes to letting go of the past because we cannot do that if we are fixated on the past. And lastly, of course, it's always good to seek a therapist or a counselor. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, if this is something that you are genuinely struggling to move forward maybe some of these exercises you need some help some push with these exercises i always recommend going to therapy because baby therapy it's gonna get you right okay it works i've been in therapy and i'm not gonna lie to you the things that i learned in therapy resonated with me so much but also remember in order to be open to going to therapy we got to start by being honest with ourselves ourselves. a lot of these steps like being being honest and maybe evaluating some things and then it's like hey i think i need to go to therapy let's go to therapy you have to be open to therapy. you just can't go to therapy just just because i'm just gonna go to therapy you have to actually be open to the concept of therapy so that way you can yeah so you can literally internalize the things that you're being said but also therapy helps you be more open with yourself mm-hmm. and re-evalu- reevaluate things in a in a way maybe that you didn't think. So if you are want to go therapy, but you're struggling on, okay, what therapy did I go to? I don't know what therapist. And, of course, if you want a black therapist, then some sources for you is ther- therapy for black girls. All of these will be linked. Therapy for black girls, health and her hue, ZocDoc, or better help. So with therapy for black girls and health and her hue, these are, this is a website with all, black professionals mm-hmm. so you go on there um therapy for black girls is a website and health and her he was an app you go in there you put your location it shows you all the black available professionals now zogdoc is more open for everybody but with zogdoc you can go in there and you can like change like uh what race you would like them to be and it also shows you a picture and of what they put are your insurance in there too then you can put your insurance and things like that in there too and then better help these are for my people who maybe can't go in person yeah, better help is a good way to find an online therapist. So, and then also some, and then you know, moving forward, the past has some benefits that it has physical benefits. Like, um, y'all, a lot of people don't realize that we store trauma in, yeah, our, in our body. Bodies. And if you feel like, let's say, if you were somebody who's really fixated on the past, you notice like, oh, my neck is always hurting, my mm-hmm. back is always hurting, my hips are always hurting. Like, we store those traumas in our body because I feel like it causes tension yeah, it within does. us every single day. So you could start experiencing less body pains um, because our bodies do store trauma and also better sleep, increased energy, less tension headaches. Mm-hmm. I know for me within oh the last gosh, year, yes. my tension headaches because I, I had some 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 stress and some things and some things I didn't want to let go. And I feel like they made my migraines Sitting go right crazy here. for a while. And I feel like this past year, I've done some like different type of healing and moving forward for myself in certain areas that I needed. My migraines are so much less because I'm no longer stressing myself over something that literally mm. no longer a part of me. And then also you develop new uh, perspectives about things. You embrace a better version of yourself. You're open to change and new personalities. 
motivation to strive for goals and a new love and understanding of oneself. So there are definitely some amazing benefits that come Mm -hmm. from moving forward. And I feel like this also will just make your mental health journey easier for yourself. And because now we can find some healthier ways to move forward from these things that were holding us back. So I really hope that some of that, that did good. resonate with y'all and that it does help because moving forward is hard. Like, it is, but it's worth it. It the is work very hard. is really worth it. Because look at the benefits. You just said, look at those benefits you get. Who wouldn't want to experience all that? So just remember the quote that I told you, I am not what happened to me. I am what I choose to become. So just remember yeah, that. I feel like somebody needed to hear that. I so. hope so, y'all. You can be who you wanna be. Okay, that was unnecessary. Sorry. <laughs> okay, that was good, Bev. I really enjoyed that. Thanks, girl. I like how our segments be aligning with each other because I feel like we said the same thing about, but like, in different like different versions. Yeah. yeah. So alignment. Alignment. All okay. right. Next segment. Okay. Let's get let's into get it. into it. So I think it's important because like when we are telling y'all these things, I think it's important for y'all to hear like stories from us or yes. our perspectives of things that we went to went through. So we're gonna just talk quickly about times where we had to let go of old way old of thing. thinking or a situation that we are in. So what uh, can that's it? Okay. So whew. so for me I feel like uh something that will hold me back is disappointment. I feel mm-hmm. like and I can literally go back to my childhood, just different things, you know, mm-hmm. being disappointed in life, having expectation and mm-hmm. it not it not going the way I thought. So specifically with business. So when I first started Molded by Mia in 2020, I had so much ambition and I had all these goals and these ideas and these things I wanted to hit. Y'all, a lot of the stuff that I had wanted to do flopped like and I was so disappointed. It's like knowing that you're called to do entrepreneurship to be like to do more about me and it just like you have these ideas and they don't fall through or I won't say they didn't fall through just like they don't turn out how you expect it mm-hmm. I just feel like a theme of disappointment like constantly so then I got into this point and I feel like I'm really just now overcoming this in the past few months where I still have amazing ideas but my confidence of like going forward and executing it like I didn't want to because I was like well what's the point because every time I get fired up and I put all this effort and energy into planning something and doing something I launch it and it's like nothing mm-hmm. or it's not what I wanted it's just like I was literally getting so tired of that happening because it's like I know my worth I know my ideas are great and it's just like it's just not giving in, in mm-hmm. the reality and it was just it was just like hard for me to understand why and so had another good idea and I like was dragging my feet with marketing myself and I even started posting on Instagram. Cause that's something else too. Mm-hmm. Just like I having amazing ideas and content in this very oversaturated market mm-hmm. in the fitness industry. You post it and it's just like, you're not getting the engagement. Well, I wasn't getting the engagement I thought. So like the theme of disappointment was really ruling over my life. And then like one day I just was like, who cares? Just do it. Like do it for you. Like who cares what people think or if you're not getting what you needed or wanted just do it because like this is like my whole purpose so I can't sit on these ideas and not do nothing about it mm-hmm. and so I feel like these past few months I have not cared and I've just been going for it like mm-hmm. even changing your mindset changing my it. mindset but it was like you were saying like the negative thoughts like that's all I kept thinking was like negativity disappointment oh I'm so easily disappointed nothing ever works out like what's the point of 
putting all this energy and effort into my business and my brand and building it if no one's going to notice me. And I was just thinking all kinds of stuff like that. And I just like woke up one day and I was like, enough is enough. I'm not going to grow, get the clientele I want, see the numbers I want, see the money I want, mm-hmm. like experience the opportunities that I want if I don't show up. Mm-hmm. So I stopped caring about, it really wasn't even caring about other people. It was getting out of my own way, like literally. Yeah. I had to get out of my own way. So I don't care about me being disappointed. And I feel like another way out that my disappointment comes from like my dating life too. Mm-hmm. I swear it's, it's just like, it's always disappointing. It's like, I feel like every corner I had turned, disappointment goes. I want to see happen, not happen in the way I wanted to. So it was just mm-hmm. like, I was constantly disappointed and letting that keep me from like progressing. Mm-hmm. You were living now, in that like fear. Fear yeah, of like, it's going to happen and again. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. I got to the point where I was like, well, if it happens, guess who's prepared? <laughs> Yeah, because you so don't work Because yeah. I've been disappointed a yeah. lot, so I can handle another disappointment. That's how I told myself I can do it at this point. I'm a pro. Yeah. But it's all about perspective as well. And it's mm-hmm. just like, it's only disappointing because your expectations didn't happen. So you're disappointed, but you don't even know what God was doing anyway. Mm-hmm. So just stop, stop. I was like, stop saying disappointed. You're not disappointed. You're just really more so in my feelings. Just like, yeah. get out your feelings and get to work (laughs) we got work to do we got fitness journeys to inspire we don't got time to be like a little (laughs) party poop my little violin to myself that's how i talk to myself like girl get up come on we got things to do so (laughs) i feel that um i feel like for me something when it comes to letting go and i feel like this is something i'm not even gonna sit here in front act like i don't still struggle with is my career choice in y'all know i got my i got a whole master's degree in psychology and I love, 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 love psychology. Like when I first started, first of all, when I first started grad school, it was to go into counseling. And then I even had a dilemma in that because I got into counseling and I was like, this is not for me. And that's when fear kicked in because I was like, I think I need to switch programs. But old expectations I have, I always told myself since I was a junior in high school, oh, you're going to be a counselor. And then whole years I worked towards being that. And then I get there and I'm like, I don't don't think I want to do this. (laughs) And it was the scariest thing ever thinking about, well, who would I be if I'm not this? And I talked to all of my professors. I was in a therapy at the time. And I was like, because I feel like people, oh, that's not a big deal. But it was such a big deal to me because it was it was something that I saw myself as. Mm -hmm. And to think that that was no longer who I was going to be was extremely scary for me. And but after talking to some people and like I, said, I was in therapy and things like that, I decided to go into the program and I love the new program that I ended up being in. So I was like, it was like kind of one of those, what is it don't work out? What if I had all these negative thoughts and then I did it then it was great. Mm-hmm. But then as I was in grad school, the content creation thing came around. And so now so I'm doing school and I'm doing content creation. And then I get to this dilemma when I graduate of which one am I going to choose? And as y'all see, I chose content creation, but I still, struggle with did I make the right decision and I will not sit here in front that two days ago I was talking about being a professor I would not and it's not even like necessarily letting go but it's more of like appreciating what I have because of the choice that I made because of who I am right now but I just feel like I've always seen myself in a psychology space in a traditional Mm -hmm. way that I do struggle with, you can still do psychology, but in a more non-traditional way, mm-hmm. through your content. But it's like, and it's like, yes, but it's like, I've always saw myself as, 
you know, I thought I was going to be this professor. I thought I was going to be this counselor. And I will not sit here and act like that's something that I still don't struggle with. And it's very frustrating for me some days. I will not sit here and act like it doesn't get to me. So that is something I am currently still working on is I feel like I question my career choice a lot of times. And it's not that I don't like content creation because I absolutely love it. But I absolutely love psychology, too. That's your first And love. I thought about it. It was. And then it's like this thing came along that was extremely unexpected that I, I didn't. And I hesitated doing content creation full time because it was a scary change for me. I mm-hmm. will not sit there. And it's like I think a lot of times I start resenting myself mm-hmm. for my decision when the content creation thing isn't going my way, way yeah. that I won't. And I feel like that's when I start really seeping into did you really make the right decision? Maybe you made a mistake. Yeah, and then I, I felt got, like I that's when that I started yeah. like going into, like I said, going from nine to five and switching that. And it's like, for me, it's like, okay, I had these two choices. Did I make the right choice? And I feel like I really think deeply more into going into the traditional role of psychology when content creation is not going my way. But I feel like that's when you trust in your decisions yeah. and like my trust in God and things like that come into play. But I will not sit here and act like I don't struggle when it is something that I am actually working on right now, moving forward of, okay, maybe there, because I, I feel like so I can do psychology. It's not in the way that I always thought that mm-hmm. I was going to do, do it, it though. Yeah. And just working on like, okay, this might be a change that might be a little different or scary, but it's like, I'm trying to let go of that old expectation that I had of myself when it comes to psychology. And that is something that I am working on right now. It's really hard because I feel like I work so hard to get my master's degree. And sometimes I'd be like, bitch cried, okay, doing like homework. And some days I'll be like, what was the reason? I'm not going to sit here and act like I don't. What was the reason? But I'm like, maybe... I think maybe the reason was that I can come and I can spread it in a non-traditional way outside of a classroom to reach people that didn't go to college or that's not currently in school, that didn't take psych courses, that can't afford a counselor, you know, things like that and pushing it out there. And I think about that as well. That's that's really probably why. And I feel like that is part of the reason, but it is hard letting go of that old expectation. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. And I graduated in 2019. So it's, it's been a minute. I'm still... Working on because I feel like it comes in waves. But I feel like yeah. the biggest waves is when content creation is being disappointed. Let's say money is a little funny then. Or maybe I'm not getting the partnerships that I'm applying. You know, things mm-hmm. like that. Thing, maybe things are slow at the time. And I feel like that's when I really start questioning. And I'm trying to get into the habit of being more assured of myself of my choices in my career. Because it's like you yeah, chose this for a reason. To, yeah, that's real. So that's I something agree. that I, I struggle I'm with. I'm the same way because I feel like with... My journey with entrepreneurship, it has not been just, I decided to be an entrepreneur and everything was just up mm-hmm. from here. Like, it's been a rocky road. It's like, it's really what the discouragement and the self-doubt really mm-hmm. kicks in. And you have to just remind yourself, like, this is why I made this decision and look at the good things that happened because yes. I did. Like I said, that's yes. what I was saying. I had to sit there and I'd be like, okay, what are the good things? And it's so you many good mind. things that yeah. came out. But I will not sit here and act like sometimes the negative does seep in. And that's something that I've noticed. I'm going to say like within the last three or four months, I've been thinking about it more and more lately. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I cannot let this get to me before I just stop doing something that yeah. I love because I'm trying to go live in whatever mindset that I had for myself yeah. in 2017 sometimes, or high school. Yeah, our had, expectations you know? don't match our circumstances. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, it's like... And that doesn't even mean your circumstances are bad. bad. Yeah, they just don't just, match they what don't you match thought what it was going to be. So you get, uh, you, it's, it's like is you, this? It's yeah. like you grieve this 
think internally. Yeah. Like, I Literally. thought it was going to look like this. I, that, that is my whole spiel of entrepreneurship. I mm-hmm. thought it was going to look like this. And it don't. I'm like, oh, my gosh. It does not look how I thought I, thought it was. And it does make you want to give up. It yeah. does make you want to change your mind. But it's just like, we have to, like like you said, when you do the work and you know who you are, you like, you all the negativity will, those thoughts do come. Um, but you, you see how we fight it back? Yeah, but With the just, truth yeah. of the matter is like, I'm, I'm being honest be with myself about how here. I feel. So now I can do something about, about it versus yeah. being like, I don't I, care. Oh, no, I care. Yeah. I will sit here it's and okay admit that care. I care. It is, but it's just like, it's okay to care, but I cannot let that old expectations literally like just literally just deflect me from what yeah. I got going on you right can get now. Get so distracted in that, be so that unappreciative you can't of what up I got the way yep. you need to for your business right now. Exactly. If you're so like, because I've struggled with that too, just mm-hmm. like being so caught up in a thought that I'm not even like present in the business today and i'm mm-hmm. wasting time so how can i thrive presently yeah. if i'm so fixated on literally expectation or whatever from the past so that is something that i'm currently struggling with and also just as far as like i will sit here and say that i have resented people but i feel like over the years i get better and better at letting people go and it's not like even on i'm like letting them go here Mm -hmm. because i can let them go physically like baby you'll never hear from me again but But it's like that that anger that resentment is still living up here and i feel like so for example relationships Mm -hmm. i won't sit up here and act like your girl ain't been cheated on before because i feel like we all have at this point sadly but i feel like for me over the years i get a little a little bit better and a little bit faster at dealing with that so you know relationship whatever you expect this person to be this to be this person and they end up not being and is disappointing and i feel like physically i'm good at moving on like i'm not the type of person like i'm I'm gonna call and i'm gonna text my ex and i'm gonna do all that i'm it's more of internal i close that door door. and that communication and that that whatever between us but i feel up, up here my mind still sometimes is working and it will turn into resentment and anger towards mm-hmm. this person and it'd be like, oh, some like, fuck that nigga, you know, yeah. type that. And it's not even in a way where you like you jokingly, but it's like, no, like, I mean that with all my heart. It'd be like, you know that, what I yeah. mean? And I feel like that can put a hole into when you are moving forward. And because it don't have to be just romantic. Really. I'm talking about relationships in general. This yeah. could be friendships. friendships cause we've it all could be had, coworkers. We, we've families. all had. Yeah, we've all had someone who hurt you or pissed you off. Relations like, that have not worked. Yeah, I, I had people that I would resent and we weren't friends or anything. These mm-hmm. just be anyone's just any type of relations that you have with people. And I feel like for me, um, just learning how to get past that, that mental anger that I had because it's like I personally wouldn't physically necessarily show it but it's up it's here okay. and it's the mindset and I feel like that can hinder you when you are pursuing new friendships or you're trying to grow when you are trying to grow within yourself but also stepping into new, new friendships and relationships uh, with others because so it's like how can I be let's say a good friend or a, a good girlfriend if I'm literally projecting because mentally i'm still up here and i'm and i'm still mad and i'm still angry and i'm still resentful and i'm projecting that onto my current boyfriend i'm projecting that onto mia because of what somebody else did so Mm -hmm. i feel like that's something for me over the years that i feel like every year you just get a little bit better at things but that's i feel like for some reason when i was 19 i just had like an epiphany of a lot of things of things that i need to work on myself and that was one of them 
Mm-hmm. And could be a bad relationship. You just like, well, maybe that wasn't the best way for me to, you know, go about it or whatever, and just learning my lessons from, yeah, that. from that. But I feel like now I'm in a mindset. Um, I don't even think about those things no more. So when it comes to like moving on from people who have hurt me, I would like resent internally. Yeah, not necessarily outwardly. You would never get a rise out of me, but internally is there, and I would never would want to. I feel like I would always do my best to try to work on it because I don't want to accidentally project that let's say you're in a great loving relationship but the last person did whatever and you up here are still resentful and you have not moved forward that you can't even clock into the present of what's going on you can potentially ruin that relationship but i wish i feel like many people have because they're still living in the past or you're just not a good person to be around because you carry so much negativity like you you said projection you could project that on a stranger you could be driving and you just yell at somebody on the road because you really mad about what somebody did to you mm-hmm. three years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you gotta let it, let it go because it's gonna come out some type of way. I won't sit here and act like thoughts don't, randomly you get triggered. Like yeah. random yes. thoughts come to me and it makes me think of what somebody has done to me. And I'll be like, and I'm not gonna lie to you, that shit happened to me earlier when I was driving back. And it's like something I randomly saw and it triggered. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm not gonna lie to you, for like a hot 30 seconds, I was just like, I can't believe driving, you know, whatever. And but then it's just I just turned my music back on, and I let that shit go. go, And then I just kept it fucking moving. Imagine if I sit here and let something that happened to me while I was in college fucking affect the rest of my day today here in twenty twenty three. It makes I'm not saying makes no sense, but it's just like I will not allow those things to have power over me like that. So it is a mindset thing and a lot of things. And it is even like I said, I feel like I'm better, but I'm never perfect. Mm-hmm. I feel like your your mindset, your mental health is a, is always a constant journey that requires work, work and you being intentional. The, I was going to say that you have to be you have to want the change. Yep. If you don't want it, you're going to stay the same thing with fitness. Mm-hmm. If you don't want it, you will literally stay the same. So want it for yourself. Try attempt to do better and to change and to open your heart and your mind mm-hmm. to new concepts of life. But it's like, yeah, if that's you That's what I said, being open to new perspectives. If you don't, of things. that's how you stay the same. And I'm telling y'all right now, it's not okay to stay the same. You want to be constantly evolving, evolving constantly becoming the best version yes. of yourself. And it's going to look different it from year time. to year, season to season. But the fact that you are like, when we give y'all the tips about like working on your mental health and your self-awareness, mm-hmm. That way, just stay in tune. Self-awareness is a thing. Stay in tune with you so you know what's going on with you. Yes. So when you do go through things, let's say the next time, because we're going to get hurt again. Yeah. We're going to be disappointed. We're going to have... Somebody's going to make us mad. Somebody's going to do something to us. We're going to struggle with those thoughts, those Mm -hmm. negative thoughts. It's just like making sure that you are strong enough to just handle it in the most healthy way. You don't have to be perfect. Yeah, for sure. It's okay. Like I said, emotions are okay. It's okay. You're going to feel them. You be like... You're going to feel them. You know, but... But how you act on it and how we let it have an effect on us us is what's more important can't you can't help what you feel feelings are natural but we can help is our actions and the mindset that we adopt from yes so but everything is all about being intentional being intentional like i intentionally do not let things phase me or make me mad or have a hold on me i i i built up that mindset for myself and it took some time it does ain't gonna lie to you but it it looked different at 19 it looked different at 21 we're talking more on the other other side of it Mm -hmm. like we've been through it Mm -hmm. but like we're not always at this level of growth and maturity yes so and then when we 30 we'll be even better than we are right now it's just constant 
leveling up. We're never going to be perfect at it, but it's we're constantly trying at it. And mm-hmm. that's what counts. That's what that's what honestly counts. So, upright you Hope that hope, hope that, that helped. helped. LOL. But um so we got some just real quickly, we got some recommendations um life hacks mm-hmm. we got some recommendations and uh, maybe some things journals books whatever that you would like so i talked about this on the last episode but since we talking about letting it go remember to let that shit go journal it's on amazon okay mm-hmm. got in there and it's like just a more fun and interactive way to move past your bullshit basically yeah. that you got going on in your life so to let that shit go journal also on amazon this is a book. Um, I believe it's on Kindle, but I think you get a paperback version too. It's called Letting Go of the Past, How to Live in the Present Moment. Again, I feel like that's what my whole thing was about is being present in the moment. You cannot be present. You're still fixated on the past. So that is the name of that book. And also, um, this is a book. It's called Destroy This Book. So it's basically like a book and it has um, activities and things in it of, you know, moving on, being honest with yourself, moving on from the past you write in and you do these activities and then you destroy it afterwards. So if that's something more of an activity, it's kind of like, um, cause I feel like some things, some people need representation Page, of things yeah. for themselves visually. Some people are like visual type people or hands on type people might be too much doing everything just up here all the time. Yeah. So something like that might be more of your thing. So you can physically see that feeling or that hurt or whatever is let go. So this called destroy this book. And, um, there is a podcast. It's called the Mindful Coping Podcast, and it teaches you mindful practices for everyday living. So these are like it's more of a breakdown of mindfulness because again, I feel like so many things can get so deep into it. And I, you might think like mindfulness, and you research and you research meditation is like wow, this seems like a lot. But this is a good breakdown for you to learn like how to incorporate these things in everyday living, how to set aside mindfulness five minutes, you know, yeah. that you may need it, that type of thing. And lastly, for me, is the Black Girl Meditation Playlist, which I think is interesting. So it's on this website, and it's called Insight Timer. And it's a literal playlist of black women, and they're doing affirmations and meditations. So if that is something that you, like, I know everybody's different on meditation background, music and things. But if it's like you're the type of person, you like the talking, you like the affirmations and things with it, highly recommend doing that. It's called Black Girl Meditation Playlist. All of that will be linked. So good so i have one resource for y'all so i was stressing you know if you're going to use a scale use a body fat scale so Mm -hmm. the link will be down below so this is an affordable scale it's literally like 26 dollars oh that's not bad and you need to buy batteries i believe like triple a batteries i think three of them but yeah you stand on it and then you download this app on your phone and it tells you your body fat percentage it tells you your muscle mass your water weight your skeletal your bone density it breaks it down down so this is a very useful tool i have all my clients on it Uh, it's a very useful tool to track to track progress with your weigh-ins remember from now on you are not standing on a standard scale just go ahead and throw it away it's really useless you're going to get you a digital body fat scale that is 26 dollars very affordable the link i think this is below it's a good investment so that, i feel like that will give you also a better understanding it of your will. fitness journey a little bit deeper everything is so surface level online it too so sometimes and i feel like trying to understand just your body a little bit more detail mm-hmm. definitely helps because i feel like that's something that like has helped me in the last year too just getting a little bit more detail yeah, you understand what's so. really going on in the inside 
So it makes yeah, sense. that's good. All right, so we want to finish it off with some words of wind, wisdom and affirmation of the week. So words of wisdom, the quote of this week is, incredible change happens in your life when you decide to take control of what you have power over instead of craving control over what you don't. So again, like we said, that fixation of what we had power over, knowing the narrative mm -hmm. of the past or of who we used to be, and we're struggling with something that we feel like we don't have power. The thing is, one, you do have power over who you are now. That is just up to you to remember that and to, to take, take control over that. So, no, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't even know what's going to happen tonight. Mm -hmm. But being okay in with that, in that if we are present with ourselves and who we are at the moment, that the good things will follow from that. Mm -hmm. So, Then we have an affirmation. I am strong enough to overcome challenges. You are. You Most have definitely. to tell yourself. You have to believe it for believe, yourself. Believe. Literally believe. Affirm. Affirm you. Affirm you. Got it. Y'all are strong enough. Whether you realize it or not, you you are. And it's just like you follow some of these tips and these things that we talked about. Or even it's just one thing one that thing. we said helps you out. Really, like we the whole purpose of this is to just give out the best information that we can that we for y'all yeah. to to help y'all like i feel like we're never going to try to steer you in the wrong direction so these are always because it can be you don't have to follow all eight tips or four yeah, tips it can be one or whatever two stuck that, out to you the most so you can see yourself actually doing do that you really feeling uh feel the need to and y'all yeah. y'all are strong enough to overcome challenges and moving forward from the past is hard yes. it yeah. is extremely hard because it can be the past of anything literally anything yeah. but going in with self-assurance within yourself and being open to change and letting go of those old expectations i feel like they'll make the journey just yes. a little bit easier for you yes you are capable of getting out your own way yes 100 percent. so thank y'all for tuning in yes. to another episode of unapologetically melanated y'all follow us on all social medias unapologetic yes. send this to a friend who needs to hear this yes literally send this to a friend that needs to hear this like you're like hey girl thinking these these tips are this is a good episode send it to send the home it, girls share all that and you know we can't wait to see y'all next time so bye y'all